Bear Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. Let's start jamming. Welcome to the future of 2020. Episode 76 of Dead Air underway. The first episode of the new decade. Welcome to the 2020s. Um, I was I was uh, very hopeful. And then uh, last uh, Friday came along and uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make this year my year. I said that same thing in 2018. And then I got fucking jumped by some idiots in a fucking quote unquote hardcore crew who didn't really jump me. They just stole my shit and uh, ran off because they couldn't get me to the ground. But also... Um, that and then I lost my fucking job and was almost homeless so every time I'm like oh this is gonna be my year this still can be but then when uh you know proc I mean I shouldn't be surprised that there's gonna be there's a possibility of another war because there's always with our country a possibility of another war but I don't want to get too political so I was like that was just like I think I was just like looking at the world at rose tinted glasses like oh man new new decade new me this is my 30s i gotta make the fucking most of it before i'm old and i fucking die um and then uh literally just uh things uh fucking blew up that was that was pretty dark but uh yeah i'm not i'm not about it so unfortunately uh, this would have been episode 78, uh, but I got fucking sick as fuck. I always say that I'm never going to, I'm not going to skip. And then life has another plan for me. I, the entire, my entire house got sick and they got, most of the people in my house got sick twice and I've been pretty immune. I don't get sick of that often. So... You know, Lucky only got sick once, and unfortunately, because I don't have the fucking sick time to cover it in my jobs, uh, I had to just, I had to work through it, and then I had a couple days off for the holidays, and and I made the fucking holidays happen, I got my kid a Switch, and saved the fucking day, and had a good holidays, even though she got sick on Christmas, so we, literally after Christmas dinner, and my parents had to take her home, so that's fucking it was it was so rough um and she was sick pretty much the entire um two weeks that she was on christmas break and that was a fucking bummer and i felt so bad so now it's this time of year where i'm just like catching up on fucking bills because that stuff sucks so we're have a new episode we're finally back i'm glad to be back and get this shit underway 
This week we have City of Industry from Seattle. They're going to uh, be chatting with me, hanging out, talking hardcore, talking Seattle. And then they're going to play a few songs live. It's our first live set that we've done in a very long time. So I am extremely excited about that. I'm going to talk a little Star Wars because I finally finished The Mandalorian. And um, and saw uh, Rise of Skywalker. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that um, later on in the show. But first, uh, before we get to our interview, we're going to go straight to it. But we're going to play um, a track from Black Breath for those who... Um, who didn't know Elijah Nelson, um, the bassist for the group, passed away um, just right, right before the end of the end of the year, I believe. Um, he passed away on the thirty first, so uh, it was a big bummer. I he was a bit he was a um a huge staple in just um not only the music community it wasn't somebody i knew too well but i uh but everybody who i I work in the capitol hill area of seattle so he's a big just staple in the industry up there as well as just uh music in general uh black breath has been huge for punk metal hardcore adjacent since they've their styles all blend for those who haven't listened to them i know there's been a lot who you know it sucks that it happens that way but with a death sometimes it brings new people that didn't know the band and it it's not that i don't know if the band is like you know gonna quit or anything i don't think it is but uh it's um i'm just like uh celebrate the life you you know like the he was an important part of Seattle and support Seattle musicians if you're uh, from Seattle. So uh, there's going to be a memorial pretty soon for Nelson. So if you're a, you know, a friend or and you didn't know this was happening, um, you know, go check it out. There's plenty of info on it. Um, I know my boss was uh, he was one, a really close friend of uh, of Elijah. So uh Uh, lots of um you know thoughts thoughts and prayers i'm not religious but i like to say prayers because i like to send those prayers just out to the universe with hopes of just just healing of uh for anyone who's in pain right now over this loss so we're going to play a track from black breath um we're gonna play eat the witch right now and then we're gonna get to uh our uh our little interview in just a few minutes you're listening to dead air hardcore radio now in uh 2020 
Okay, so we finally made it to uh, 2020, and uh, I believe it was last year, at the beginning of 2019, we had a local uh, Seattle band FCON in the studio, and I want to just keep it a tradition of having, like, local, like, bands from the Pacific Northwest to start off our year, um, specifically this year, just because it's a beginning of a new decade, and a new year and just like I want to promote just like local unity within um, just like the Northwest and just like local music in general, because it's something that I haven't seen in a, in a long time. And there's just so many, I've seen a lot of bands um, and this is a a great example um, of, of a band that uh, is a part of a, of Seattle and a part of, of hardcore punk. And, uh, I just feel like there's a lot of bands like this that, uh, are just, they're all over the place. And I like, I, I miss a time where everyone was, uh, you know, all together and one like local scene. So, uh, I want to see that for, uh, this upcoming year and decade. So we're starting this off with, uh, Seattle band, City of Industry. What's up, guys? Hi. Hey. Hello. Um, let's do the introductions. Uh, name and what you do in the band. I don't care who starts. I'm Jack. I play bass. Hi, Jack. I'm Osa. I'm vocals and guitar. And I am Pablo. I play the drums. So let's start it off. Uh, where'd the band name come from? It's kind of a name I held on to for a while. I grew up in a city called Whittier in southeast L.A. County, and right next door is a city called City of Industry. Sometimes shorten it industry, but it always kind of stuck with me. I like it. Um, I don't know. It also just kind of, I like, um, just speaks to just uh, the hustle and bustle of any any city of, like, um, just because, like, you're not originally from Seattle, but like Seattle like is always trying to hold on to art like, and it's being always overtaken by industry and tech people and bullshit. Like, so I like coming from this place. I think it's, it it's applicable to a lot of places in the world. Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Especially people, people that places such as Seattle that are trying desperately to keep art alive and sometimes get, uh, you know, knocked down. Yeah. Yeah. Or push yeah. South, especially these last few years. It's been pretty crazy with Amazon coming in and venues closing and yeah, it's a tough time. And it's, it's rough. So, uh, from, as someone who uh, has moved in, um, migrated over the past few years, uh, such as um, who 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 here is who here is uh, originally from Seattle? Okay, so you're Jack. Jack's from Seattle. Jack. Right. <laughs> so who's who? In so where do you? So Osa's come from. Uh, from california and then where do you come from uh i've been here for 16 years oh okay but, uh, so that counts you're i i count you as a local pretty yeah, much I, I consider myself a seattle at this point but uh i'm i was born in mexico and i uh transplanted over to the u.s when i was eight 
but like I would say a lot of transplants have come in the last like five to ten years um from Seattle and it's it's just changed the the landscape. No offense. No, I, 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 I feel entitled to talk shit about some of the changes <laughs> because I've been here long enough. Yeah. <laughs> just ba- basically because I spent my adolescence here and like my teen years and like really the years that shaped me. So I kind of, I, I feel that what Seattle used to be and what it's become, I've seen the difference and the change. Uh, some good, some bad. So, uh, let's get a little bit into the background of the band and just like how we, uh, how you guys got together and, and started this uh, this group? Uh, I was working in a kitchen with Jack over here. Um, had a lot of bands in common that we liked, and a lot of bands we didn't have in common, and made for good conversations. And we ended up just jamming. I had some stuff that I was holding on to, and kind of just snowballed from there. It's kind of like an experiment for like a little five minute EP we put out in 2017, I believe. And then uh, Pablo joined joined the company about last year, right? Yeah, or this year, last year. or last oh, oh 2019 last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been going good. And uh, so you guys uh, started roughly like 2000. You said 2017. Yeah. Okay. So that's like basically as a hardcore band, you started post Rainfest and post like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which has been an extremely weird time in um, for just like hardcore music in general, like nothing, nothing I feel like in the Pacific Northwest has been uh, consistent whatsoever. So I guess uh, now's your time to, so what's, um, what's it been like playing shows um, just around the Pacific Northwest for you guys? It's been fun. We've had a lot of cool shows. Um, I have noticed, and I think Jack probably noticed too, that uh, like I, like me personally, I consider us a hardcore band. Uh, but there's a lot of those uh, other hardcore bands out there who don't uh, I guess we, we play with a lot of non-hardcore bands. I've noticed that. A lot of more uh, grindy bands. Or straight punk bands, or like D beat kind of crust bands. Um, I don't really see that many hardcore shows going on. There are, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's hard to find. It's we hardly ever put together a bill where it's like everyone is right in line with the same kind of music. A lot of mixed bills kind of going on. Yeah, a lot of my friends like I work. I work up in Capitol Hill, so like most of my friends that do music, it's 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 cool but it's hard. it's just hard to navigate like with like i think it's really really cool that everyone's doing like eclectic and different sounds but it also makes it hard for people it also makes it hard to discover through certain lanes um these bands like yeah, yeah exactly the reason like mainly some of the reasons that i know some of these bands is because they're my friends not because like Without that, uh, and because they talked to me through my radio show, if it wasn't for some of those avenues, I wouldn't be able to. Like, there used to be a time where there were tons of shows and, like, um, all over Tacoma and Seattle where the bands 
I don't know, connected a little bit better. They were different, but they were all in the same. There was all some, there was all like kind of a singular mindset with different sounds. Mm -hmm. And it was able to connect people to different groups of people, um, different venues, um, and different bands, which is like how a scene thrives instead of all these separate little areas and inconsistent places. Like there's been so many places over the last three years, like where I've only been like to that venue one time, because that's the only time that venue did a show because they did it one time. And it's just like, like I said, the consistency is super, super like weird with uh, the city of Seattle. And that's something I want. I like, you know, I want to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, we need more consistent venues would be great. I feel like so many have shut down in the recent years. And it, it kind of, I think that, that helped to kind of com- compartmentalize the scene because we, we just have these little spots here and there, like you said, like one-time shows, and there's only a few of those like home venues, right? Mm-hmm. The Kraken or the Plaid Pig, shout out Plaid Pig. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's definitely contributed to to a bit of the break apart that you're talking about. And they're all good. And uh, one thing I it's been a thing for I've talked with Seattle bands nonstop is it's hard to keep all ages alive. Like I've seen a lot oh, of yeah. I've seen a lot of like what's what's kept any bands afloat and going over the last three years is playing at playing at twenty one up venues because mm-hmm. that's where Seattle pe- that's where most Seattle and Tacoma people go. That's the right. wa- that's the watering hole. If you if and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not, it's a uh, it's not inclusive to young aspiring um musicians yeah, whatsoever. Definitely. So it keeps them separate um to places like uh Luigi's and Fife where it's like that is like not where I want to see hardcore kids. Right. Yeah. I feel that (laughs) there is real art is a really cool place. It is. And it's growing and it is, it's, it's been, it's been a working process. So, and, uh, there's some really cool shit like just within, um, the next few months, there's going to be some cool shows just all around Seattle and Tacoma, which I'm really, really excited for. Yeah. So let's get back into the band. Um, specifically on the hardcore sound, your sound is differs probably from, I would say any other, um, hardcore punk adjacent or, uh, metal band in the Pacific Northwest. Um, it really reminds me of, uh, bands like modern life is war and, um, hope conspiracy. Those are the two that like the first time I listened, I heard, like Hope Con style uh, vocals versus the um, Modern Life is War style kind of sensibility. So where does your specific influences come from? Um, Musically. Musically. Uh, I'm kind of all over the board as far as like the songs and stuff. I grew up listening to a lot of punk. Uh, once I got into hardcore, like in high school, it kind of changed. Because things just splinter out from there. Um, 
anything, everything from like Ceremony is a huge influence on me. That was like one of the first few shows I went to in like '06, '07 in California. Um, all the way to like Fucked Up. That's like probably one of my all-time favorite bands. And a lot of people don't really think of them as a hardcore band, but I I do, and I love them for that. Yeah, for me, I think of them as a hardcore band. It's just I don't know. I so that was one of my so I did an episode a couple a few weeks ago where people wanted me to do like a somewhat of a review um show on on just like just give me give me records that I haven't really given a chance over the last ten years. And I, I picked apart um some of them and one of them was uh I believe it was the 2010 or 2011 fucked up uh, release. Um, it was, um, it was, it was like David comes to life. Yeah, David oh, okay. comes to life. That was the one. That was like the overwhelming one that people wanted me to give an honest review. And it's a weird one. So I listened to it. Like for those who who listen to the show, they know that I work security, so I work pretty late. So I'm coming home pretty late between the hours of uh, anywhere between four and eight a.m. Hmm. And so I I put on a I made a playlist full of all those records that they told me to check out, and I almost fucking like it. I have to be in a right mindset to listen to that specific record because I yeah. can't. It's hard to just absorb specifically what's going on. With it, I can appreciate the fact that it's different, but I don't know what I can't. I can't say it whether it's bad or good. It's just yeah. it 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 is what it is, and I really have to be in some. It has to be a specific time and place for me to to really I don't know get it and pick up pick apart what's going on. Yeah, it's so long. And there's so many songs, and it was made as a concept album. Like the whole album tells a story, and I've listened to it all the way through. But you know, it's a it as as a whole is you know a piece of art. But if I'm trying to listen to you know fucked up, I'm I have you know my ten fifteen songs from that album already picked out. Like okay, I'm gonna skip all these interludes and dialogue exchange, like you know all that kind of filler kind of stuff. But it's a good album. It's a great album. And at the time, I think. Uh, there was just like so many bands, like just like between the end of right going into the 2010s that were extremely melodic. And that was just like the, the last gasp before uh, that style of music took like a, a seven or eight year break. And now you're starting to see some more melodic bands again. Um, so I think I just had more than I can, than I could handle. Not necessarily that it was, bad it's just there it's just like with um heavy bands right now like there's so many fucking mosh bands yeah i i i i can't i can't like there's some i just like i'm gonna put this away for a later day i can't Mm. say it's bad or good i just can't um i think the the new division of mind on triple b came out and i was listening to that i was like everybody's calling it really good. And it's like, man, I, the, right now, all I hear is just breakdowns. I just hear chug, chug, chug. And I just, I can just envision people beating the shit out of each other, but nothing, <laughs> but nothing past <laughs> that. I just like, 
I was like, I, like I, I love this style of music. I love most styles of hardcore, um, but it just you know it takes it takes a certain um, a certain thing, and I really um, dig specifically what you guys are doing because it's um, just like I said, it's different from what's going on currently in Northwest music. And I think you guys really uh, stand out for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks, it. man. So let's, uh, what, what's been your, like your favorite, like moment, like favorite, what's like to navigate back to shows. Um, what's been like one of your favorite shows that you guys have uh, performed? Mm. It, it can Maybe. be in Seattle. It can be like outside the area of, I'm not sure. Uh, you've guys played a couple of shows outside of yeah Seattle. Yeah. I think yeah. one of my favorites uh, was early on, and it was uh, we did the album release show for Endorphins Loss oh, at, yeah. uh, at the Highline Bar with Great Falls and uh, was it Black Queen? Yeah, yes. um, that, that show was killer weird. lineup. Um, it was just a lot of fun. There was a lot of energy that night. Just yeah, it was fun. I like playing the Highline too because it sounds so good on stage. Yeah, that's a was big I I love the Highline, dude. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Great. Fantastic um, bar. Um good fucking vegan bar food. Oh yeah. It's yeah, the food's in, awesome. It's insane. Like there's not there's no other vegan food like that I've had that has that really greasy bar sensibility but is still vegan. Like it's so it's like so good. Yeah, yeah and their sauces are on point. Their sauces are what makes it. Like their hail Satan tacos are yeah. so good. Yeah. The only thing I think is just like they there's better of is maybe in of the nachos, just because I get where they're coming from. Cause people do like a, a style of nacho with just like a drizzle of cheese. Mm. But that's not me, man. I want my I'll pay <laughs> I'll pay I'll you know, it's I like I'll pay for the extra cheese, man. <laughs> I know it's out. vegan and it's it's a little more spendy, but give 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 me the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. yeah, but uh, back to the original question, I think I was gonna say Highline as well, but oh, that was a good one. I also really enjoyed um, our, our album release show at the. Crack oh, that's right. That was that one was fun. That one was, that got really rowdy. That that crocodile, was it was at Crocodile? Uh, Kraken. Kraken. Oh, Kraken, okay. Yeah. And it was like, there was a lot of people and it got, yeah. There yeah, was, was a fun. lot of energy in that room too. Yeah. Our friends in Despair were there. Uh, Convictions, crazy band, they're really good. Uh, if you're not familiar, you should listen to them. Yeah. And unfortunately, Great Falls had to cancel last minute. Uh, Damien, the singer, was having some health issues. and yeah, But it was still, it was still great. But the show. other guys came out. To support us, yeah, that was really nice. I mean, Great Falls was there; they just couldn't play. Yeah, uh, yeah. minus Damien. Uh, they've been great. They've been great to play with, and they they, they definitely we, we definitely support what we're doing for each other. Yeah, Great yeah. Falls shouts out. Yeah, they're amazing band. And just speaking on energy, I I was listening, doing my homework, listening to um, another uh, podcast that you. Uh, we're on a while back and just talking about just like, just like the energy or lack thereof. Sometimes people not really, uh, moving at Seattle shows. Oh yeah. Um, what's, what's the consistency been like for, for that? Is it for, for that when you guys play shows? Um, 
Is it just one every once in a while there there'll be people popping off, or is it most is it and is it mostly just people kind of arms crossed, doing the doing the head nod, judgy yeah. like this is pretty good. That's pretty standard. Um, most of the time, it's like that. I think one big thing that can happen is if you have someone there that starts getting wild, then everyone else starts feeling like oh, okay, we can not. So it's kind of like if someone's a catalyst for it, it seems like the room will kind of get going a little bit more. But, yeah, we've experienced a lot of still rooms. Um, I think it also has to do with, like, the kind of music we play. Like, uh, I grew up seeing, you know, have heart shows and ceremony shows and down to nothing and all those kind of things back when I was a lot younger. And, you know, the song structures of those bands a lot, you know... You, Here's a circle pit. Okay, they're building up into a fat two-step. Everyone starts two-step, and right then it goes into a stomp, and then, like, crowd killing kind of, like... I don't think our music uh, kind of Has fits. that structure. Yeah, it doesn't have that structure sometimes. Like, there's definitely the essence is there, but, you know, it's not like a half-heart concert where everyone knows exactly, like... I think it just... It takes time for, like, getting the lyrics to sink in and, like, singing along. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the, That's the type of band, like... Um, I saw what was it? Modern Life is War played uh, last month Vera at Project, at Vera Project yeah. and I was pleasantly surprised by the room and the energy and the people that I saw come out. And it, I mean, there wasn't like it was just people just climbing on top of each other yeah. and yeah. singing along. And I think that's kind of I the energy I see the type of vibes that you guys put out with your music of what I, I would say a proper crowd reaction would look like for you, yeah. for your band. Younger folks seem to go harder these days. So when you're playing a lot of bars, yeah, you, you get that kind of Seattle. Um, I mean, it's not like they're not enjoying it, but like Jack says, you, you have to, you, you like, they want to rage, but they're, it's like they're, they're embarrassed. They're embarrassed maybe. or something. Yeah. So like I think you, people if, are tentative up here. Like. Yeah, yeah, they're tentative. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. And as soon as you get a couple dudes that are like pushing you around or whatever, it, that's when it gets set off and it becomes a, a lot more fun. And I recently um, and just entered my thirties, so I so I get where that vibe comes from because me the, where I see myself going to a show, I want I'm. I want the kids to go off, but I want to chill, soak in the music, mm-hmm. go go hang out with my friends, go get some food between the bands, and just that I want. I'll I'll I save you know my tip money through the week to buy buy merch from the bands, and I see like that's what a lot of people in like my demographic like to do. We yeah. still support we, you know, we support them through the music. We'll buy their tapes. We'll mm-hmm. we we'll, we do all that stuff, but for the most part we're not we're not going too hard and i and i see where like that's where i've been like if i ever do music and i won't be mad i won't be mad if nobody's moving because that doesn't mean they're not supporting you it yeah, doesn't mean they're not enjoying it either. yeah no it's and and i think that's where like you know i've years ago when you're when you're younger like you feel like oh man there's a lot of these people that out at this show, but nobody moved, so they must not like us. But then you get off stage, and everyone's comes and you know they'll buy a tape, yeah, they'll tell you it was awesome. I'm like, 
wow, it looked you liked it because you looked like you were in pain. Right. That's how I feel. You looked like you were utterly unimpressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is how you enjoy music with this just like this like stone face like yeah, I like this. This is good. This yeah. is this is this You never know looking. Yeah, I promise. They're more animated afterwards like yeah dude that was sick then yeah. during yeah <laughs> and you're like oh, okay i'm really glad because for a second there <laughs> on the chair and i've noticed too like there's actually two times that come to mind that you know we've played shows and you know i like i like kind of setting off once in a while and like even for bands that are like totally worth like moving to like i'll have a few beers and i'll end up start moving and doing my thing and then I'm just that one asshole, like, knocking people <laughs> over and, like, you know, skanking and stomping. And I'm just like, okay, whatever, fuck you guys. He's man. the gorilla in the pit. Yeah, he is. <laughs> He'll just come tearing through the middle of it yeah. on occasion. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> I think it shocks people is what happens. Yeah. They're like, oh, man. I, I, it's it's a, very, a very abrupt way to start it. <laughs> yeah, but, but, and I think that's what this whole topic started. Like, that's what I'm used to, like, back home. Like, that's what. I think that's a huge part of it is you came up and, like, yeah, it's yeah, totally different. It's it a lot so different up here than there. like California for sure. And and that's um, I mean that's also what I saw at Modern Life is War. Like it just like a lot of people I haven't seen in a long time. Just like just c- coming in and um, having a good time because it's all about. Sometimes it's all about the people like that are yeah. that are doing things because like that's it sucks that it has to be like this because. You hear people at shows say anybody can, you know, can book a show. Anybody can, you know, send out these, you know, like help unify the scene. But sometimes that's not even true. It takes some of those people that those that people look up to. Like, so there's the um, there's a brainstem productions in Tacoma. They're doing they they. They're, uh, they, at this point, they have done, um, just another gig, which is an all day hardcore festival. That's going to be like a thing, like every few months, it's going to be like a, like a, uh, you know, eight hour experience of like a, a day long festival of getting as many bands in front of Tacoma and Seattle people as possible, which I think is going to be a really cool thing. But yeah, flyers, awesome. Yeah, or bands playing that show. Are there's some sick. really fucking good bands yeah. on that on that bill, and I and I can't see it not being like consistently a good um, thing because of the the pre- person and people putting it out. Mm. Like that person has has been able to reach people who have who have um, been dormant in the scene for years and have. He's been able to uh, rise the uh, and wake all the all the scene sleepers oh, and gotcha. and bring and bring them out and like it takes those certain people to actually you know you know put out those vibes get the energy going put put that back in the room mm-hmm. like people say anybody can do it but and it's true but like there are there are those certain people that can only reach certain people. Yeah, it's all who you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, and it's it, it it's it's a basically like it takes effort. Like you have to put effort into it. 
Yeah. And and that's a, lo- a lot of people don't realize that if you want to keep a scene alive and if you want to keep working on it, it's it's work. It's an effort that you have to put in. Dude, just doing the show alone it gets it gets tiring. I'm sure. like I do it all by myself and one year I was like I still put on a sh- show and I like weekly while I was like almost homeless. Like hmm. so I so it gets it it gets like I get why someone wants to take a break. That year like when I was getting my shit together, I took probably two months worth of worth of time off to to get my shit together so I can put on the show hmm. as it is right now. So like it it it's rough and like and uh going back to Seattle it's doesn't this city does not make it easy. It does not make it easy to put on shows, to to find a place to do it, to get people out. Like all my friends who used to go to shows are not going to show are are not not going to shows because they don't want to. It's because they're working their asses off to to pay their rent and keep mm-hmm. in their apartments. Yeah, with the cost of living, the cost yeah. of living. With the end of like a lot of things that have happened in Seattle, the cost of living has crippled um, Seattle music hmm. in a way. Never thought of it like that. Well, yeah, everyone's got like two or three jobs, and yeah. then you're oh. dead tired. Even if you have the day off to go, you're like, mm-hmm. no, I'm gonna sleep or run my errands, or oh. I feel it. And a lot of my friends, like they, like the friends who do music or attend shows, work in like the service industry and work in like I work, I do security. A lot of them either do security or work at a bar or a venue and working they late work night weekends. Yeah. Working yeah. at w- working their asses off or, or they're working fucking soul crushing warehouse jobs. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Even uh, Ryan from pound, he has to play shows during the week cause he's doing his radio yeah, gigs uh, on the weekend. So, if we play a show with Pound, it's during the week. Yeah, <laughs> which is do fine because because he 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 like that's another person who has that energy. Like, because um, I I work I also work with uh, David, in I think it's David. Yeah, yeah the drummer yeah, Pound yeah, yeah, yeah. of Pound. Um, he works at he works at a local. Um, pizza joint that Big I Mario's, right? yes yeah. that I uh, oh yeah that place is delicious that I do that I run door at um, on the weekends and he uh, yeah we it's 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 rough um, putting it together but like talking about like them still making it work that's the type of energy we need like they did a uh, I believe they did like a tour kickoff that had in the middle of a week that had over like 150 people show up. Yeah, we played that. Yeah, we played yeah, we that. Played that. Fest. Yeah. Yeah. At uh, yeah, it was like a Wednesday. It was crazy. It yeah. was great too. It was, it was a lot fun. Of fun. Yeah. We're actually playing with them this coming Wednesday in Tacoma. In Tacoma at the Plat Pig. Yep. Yeah. 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 That should be a good show. That that's why in like yeah, no, I'm I'm just I'm all about and that's what I'm talking about. You guys you guys cannot be further apart in in sound but (laughs) but you guys have a have that what i that same intent that same like energy to that you're putting out for um 
for music in in your area that that connects people. Right. Yeah. I get that. So, and that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. So, uh my last my last bit, we were talking uh we've talked a lot about music in Seattle and I just want to fucking talk about um some nerd shit for a minute before we get out of here. We were Sup? talking about we were talking about fucking Star Wars. <laughs> and I just want to get some shit off my chest now that uh, <laughs> now that uh I've finally seen uh Rise of Skywalker last week. Yep. How was it? Uh here's well, here's oh. what I here's what I'm what I think. I think that if you spend your life criticizing every part of Star Wars because it's not something that you grew up with or not some it's not the same Star Wars you grew up with or read or whatever and you're just dedicating your time, you should just go find something you like. Go fucking, like, <laughs> do you really want to, like do fair. you really want to fucking, like, go, like, have this be your life till you die? Come, like, I see people, and there are people that I used to work with in radio, just like, just shit all over fucking Star Wars, not give <laughs> any little part, not even, like, the parts that are, that are, that are cool about, like there, I don't care um, if you completely hate it. You can at least find one thing that you like yeah. out of Star Wars, but you won't even let yourself like it because you you want to dedicate your life to just crushing it. Yeah, it's I, it I is like what it is. Disney Disney did it. It's it's out there. It's in the world, and there's nothing you could do if you really want to start making start. Uh, start doing what uh, the Mandalorian did and make a fucking great ass show. Like if you want to put that, it's a, it's a, put that fucking Star Wars energy out in the world. Fucking be creative and do it. Stop yeah, shitting on fucking Star Wars. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Mandalorian was great. Yeah. Mandalorian was great. Here's what I think of of of, uh, of uh, the Rise of Skywalker. It is extremely fucking hard to. Like pick up where, um, what it what is the last what's the Return of the Jedi? Not not no, Return of the no. Last Jedi. The last it's hard to oh, where, it's hard to cover yeah. up what the damage that was done in the Last Jedi. Yeah. It is it's so hard, but they did the best they could. I think they should have just. Si- I don't think there was any reason to try to keep with uh, with how they did different directors for each one. Like I know yeah. they did that with the original trilogy. But they pulled a fucking rabbit out of the hat with the original, with the original right. trilogy, with the uh, with four, five, and six. Like they, and they also did it at a time where there was nothing like that. We're in a time where it's nerd fucking overload, man. Yeah. There's so many good Marvel movies. There's so much. There's so much good nerd shit out in the world. We have so many good. <laughs> there's so the like, and if you don't, there's still people making like making awesome comics too like that you can absorb did, so did you, but did, did you like did you like it <laughs> you like Rise of the did, did you, <laughs> you didn't I, necessarily say you loved it or liked it see this is and i'm gonna go off on another tangent because oh, this no. is what star wars fans <laughs> do because my my girlfriend got so pissed at me um uh yesterday we were watching through some like uh she wanted to like start watching everything from episode one 
Oh, uh, onward. Order. So yeah. she wanted me to explain things to her, and then I did exactly what I just did there. I, <laughs> I like she wanted she wanted a simple yes or no answer. It's like <laughs> I can't I can't give you a simple like. So she was like, "Wait, so is that uh, Queen Amidala?" I was like, "Technically," and like, and I, was, I was like, "I was like, wait, is that pa- uh, that's 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 a." Uh, that's Palpatine, right? Like he's the bad guy. I was like, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and she was getting so mad that I couldn't give that. She's like, I'm just looking for a yes or no answer. So here's what I always and I'll have to watch it again on on uh, Blu-ray because I always enjoy a a theater experience with Star Wars because it always gives this movies like it that. looks so good. Yeah. It always gives like when. At the end, when when the ho- when uh, you know all the good guys show up, like that gave me a fucking when Lando and everything. There's spoilers in here, so if you haven't, if you fuck off, if you haven't already seen it, <laughs> fuck off. Um, when Lando and everyone showed up, that I got I got chills. Yeah, I loved that I lo- Star yeah. Wars boner. I totally. loved I loved that part. I like. I hugged my girlfriend. Oh, it was. It was just a great. It was just a great moment. There was. Let's see. Just with this this new trilogy, there was parts in every movie that I did like. I think. Um, after just absorbing it, this might still. I think I like it the most out of the, out of the three, hmm. in my opinion. Out of the new ones, you mean? Yes, out of the oh, okay. new ones. That's cool. I read the leak of. Before it came out, I read the leak of just the whole plot. There's oh, just yeah. nothing. There's, there, it's yeah. just. It's. I mean, it's. It's. It sounded just Hollywood, but you know, it's Hollywood. It's Disney, but that doesn't mean it's gonna suck inherently. It's, yeah, I was like reading yeah. about people like walking out of the theater. Oh, get like, the fuck over it! It was man. like, and so I went Come into it like, on. "Oh no, are they like actually like really gonna do?" And then JJ Abrams then like, like issued oh, an apology. A... Fuck off, you nerds can fuck off, man! <laughs> like, get over it. There are other things you can like. Yeah, out there. There's other. There's other. Yeah, go watch The Witcher instead. It was all right. Yeah, you watch The Witcher. I like The yeah. Witcher. It was. I rad. I knew. Yeah. I knew. When I saw that hunchback chick, I was like, oh, she's hot. Oh, <laughs> I, can, I know she's hot. You're lying crazy. to me. Piglet? The, it looked like she was sucking on a lollipop with her cheeks sticking out. I was like, oh, she's hot. And then a couple couple episodes later, Dude. I told you. I also, she's totally hot. I also don't. I hate what the reaction of The Last, um, the last Jedi did to Solo. Because Solo was actually a very good movie. I enjoyed Solo. I never saw that one. I didn't it, see it, it was a hundred. It was it's, pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I, I think it it got it. It was Pedro Pascal. Pascal Pascal. Yeah, he was the the guy in Solo as well, right? Yeah, the, he got buried. The one playing Mandalorian. Now. Yeah, he got it got buried with all the the shit the shit storm that um, the Last Jedi brought. Hmm. Yeah, I heard it was bad. <laughs> what, the last Jedi? Solo, no, no, solo. The, solo, the Han Solo one. I okay. liked it. I liked what I like. I liked the the style of movie it was. There was. I don't think there's anything. I feel like Star Wars fans love to hate Star Wars now. It's such a big universe now that they're it's, like Tool fans. 
you can't help it, Kinda, dude. Yeah. It's going to be so impossibly hard to impress them. Like, yeah, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you grew up watching the originals. It's like they're not going to be able to do that yeah. for you again. Like, like, they blew your mind. And oh, that's fuck, it. fuck Tool and that fucking elevator music style fucking piece of shit prog Tell us how new you metal feel. hybrid Tell us how you bullshit. Feel. I used to be, I liked Tool growing up, but... That thing that they put out recently was, it was I, just, I, I have what the to, fuck? I have come to the conclusion. A 10 minute build up like to it. nothing. <laughs> 10 minute build up to nothing. 10 yeah. year build up to nothing. No, I'm talking about that first single, <laughs> yeah, the first single. Fear Inoculum. Yeah, I know. I had, didn't listen to the rest of the record because that's all I needed to know. There's some good songs. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fuck but like, it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love how this, how the first part of this, uh, interview was very slow and just very NPR and now I've just <laughs> get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're really we're really getting into it, but you know, I like Star Wars for what it is. It, there's nothing there's nothing you can there's nothing you can do anymore. It's just right. it's going to happen. There's going to be bad and good. It's just like it's just like Marvel with like with like Captain Marvel, it was whatever. It well, was Captain Marvel was garbage though. Come on, let's okay. It's <laughs> here's on, the, here's the thing. Here, okay, here. here's the thing. It's just like Star Wars. It's not as fucking bad as everybody says it is. It's not good, yeah. but it's not as fuck. Everybody wants to just the bar is high, man. The bar is high. It's and just they need, to, they need to just bury it. And it is like shitting it, on things too. It it's is more what, fun to shit on. Things uh, yeah, it's super fun to shit on things. I just, I'm just over it. I'm, I'm going to shit on the people shitting on things. There you go. I'm going to be on top of you. <laughs> You're going to be shitting, and then I'm going to be on top of you shitting on you. That's a lot of shit. I'm going to shit on your shit because there's there's so much room for other positive things. <laughs> You're just wasting your time shitting on more shit. Yeah, we just, it just we just need new content. Yeah, like, just quit, quit. Just drop it. Do Dune or like do something. Yeah, sci-fi cool that. There's so much cool sci-fi stuff out there. Yeah. And like fantasy as well. Like, oh, they messed up Game of Thrones. There's like a million other fantasy I'm, things that I'm you over create. it. Yeah. Like it's okay. Just bury it. I'm just glad I didn't <laughs> I'm I'm glad I, I did I didn't pay for the HBO subscription to watch that last season of Game of Thrones. I allegedly <laughs> Downloaded it. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. It has not been you proven spelt, in court. You spelt illegally wrong. No, no. 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 Alle- Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh. That's ignorant. You're ignorant. Like you don't know the internet and the interwebs. I got a Russian VPN. Okay, so let's reel it back in. Let's... Uh, let's... Uh, let's talk about the band real quick and... and uh, Let's uh, give out all the info that you would like people to know about City of Industry and how to, uh, you know, keep up with you, keep in contact, and uh, tell us any. Uh, this uh, podcast will come after the will come out after the Plaid Pig Show. So anything like anything else that you have after um, that too. Okay. So when is it coming out? It's coming out like a few days after. Oh, okay, it's so like next weekend. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, we have a show in Port Angeles, uh, January 25th. It's our first time out there. We're playing with uh, Portland grime band Transient, uh, local Seattle band Impulse Noise. Um, some other local... Prolapse? Sh- Prolapser. Prolapser. And uh, Trashfecta. They're all kind of like, I think, Port... Something. 
they're they're all from out there, an area I don't know. But other than that, we don't really have too many shows planned yet. We have a split that we're going to start recording, um, a full length in the works. Uh, we're working up to a pretty big end of the year and even bigger 2021. We have a lot of stuff we're starting now for next year and stuff Help. like that. A lot of so, things cooking. Getting yeah. that shit ready. Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah. And uh, also, we do have a lot of merch available. Yeah. Uh, our Bandcamp, it's uh, cityofindustry.bandcamp.com. I believe it is. We have shirts. We have long sleeve, short sleeves, patches. We have multiple variant color of our vinyl of our last uh, 12 inch uh, Conspire, Conspire, Conspire. Um, always oh. have a lot of merch at uh, shows too, so come out. Check us out. Cool. Um, also, Osa, we, he does all the artwork, all the concepts for all the merch. Uh, it's all done in house, so. Shout outs. Shout shouts out. Shout out Osa. Real fucking DIY shit. And they look bad and they look badass. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I love them. Well, thank you for having us, Trevor. Absolutely. This has been yeah, awesome. Man, it was a good time. Appreciate it. Um, so did we did we talk about all the things to uh the to keep up on? The I think there's medias? a couple more have... Star Wars things. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> you really wanna go there? No, 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 no. no. Give, give us the final plug. Um we're on Instagram, City of Industry HC. Uh, on Instagram, at City of Industry HC. The HC stands for hardcore. Um, hardcore. Same thing on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> same thing on uh, Facebook. You City sounded so scared. <laughs> Should be scared. <laughs> uh, Facebook, same City of Industry HC. Um, you could keep up. We always post what's going on ahead of time. Post new merch. We're, uh, we have a new shirt dropping. This week too, that I'll let you. Or actually, I just posted that last night. Everybody. Yeah, you just posted. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, so that's it's dope. That's live. Thank you. Uh, and uh, streaming, we got yeah, we're everywhere. Stuff, Spotify, streaming everywhere. everywhere, whatever you have, we're on there. It's ever yep. title. Because fuck title, man. No one except what title. Does that shit still exist, dude? J- <laughs> so okay, Jay Z <laughs> is on Spotify now. Yeah, well, and everyone else that was exclusive to title. It's been 10 years, so they're all on Spotify now. So I don't even know. A title's going to go away. I mean, even Jay-Z knows it's going to go away. That's He's... so sad. Like, what's the <laughs> point? There was no point for it that. It was the dumbest all. business move ever. Man. <laughs> Stupid Jay-Z. You know, Jay-Z's, <laughs> no, Jay-Z's no Kanye. So. <laughs> oh, oh, you want to talk about geniuses now? <laughs> oh. oh. Don't get Man, we... we... <laughs> Man, I should have just wrote down a couple names and, and just random Star Wars, Kanye, <laughs> pop culture J- shit, Jay Z. Oh, you gonna get me started? <laughs> oh man, fuck. Okay, so we're gonna be playing. You guys are gonna play three songs for us. Um, what are they? Tell us a little bit about them before we get started on them. Um, the first one's called Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is Spite Me, and the last one's called As the Moon Follows. They're all pretty different musically and lyrically as well. Dope. If that's all you want to say, uh, <laughs> anything well, you want to say? Yeah. Um, a little taste of the lyrics. Uh, Animal Farm. Uh, the farm is spelled with a PH. It's kind of about uh, street drugs as well as uh, big pharmaceutical drugs. Uh, all of our lyrics on Bandcamp, you could explore them more. But we all have people who have either died or are addicted to 
whether it be heroin, meth, uh, Prozac, things like that. Yeah, pills. So it's, you know, something that's hits home for me. So that's that one. Spite me is kind of just like exactly what the, a lot of self-deprecation. I think everyone's really sensitive nowadays. And the song's just like basically just please spite me. Like, I don't care. Get the fuck over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, yeah fuck exactly. Off. Listen, it's 2020. There's there's gonna be some new. There's gonna be some bad shit happening, and, and just get get over it. We yeah, get, people. Are, yeah, yeah, people are too sensitive. That's I the feel. world. It we, sucks. Bunch yeah. of Nancys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about as the moon follows? What about as the moon follows? Uh, as the moon follows. <laughs> as the moon follows. That one's kind of like a. That was more of a, kind of a. Lyrically theatrical one. It's poetry, bro. It's poetry. There we go. It's yeah. poetry. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to get into that one. All right. It's art, mom. You wouldn't understand. So, all right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play some song. We're gonna play some songs live here on uh, Dead Air in the uh, in the lovely Tacoma studios of NWCZ right now.
This is Bear Bear Mashup telling you to check out the brand new Bear Bear website now. Go to BearBearHeartForRadio.com for all podcasted shows as well as news reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold hard robotic legs been kicking you straight in the face. Yeah. 
All right, we're back. Um, shout out to City of Industry. Some really fun, cool ass dudes from Seattle. Um, it's awesome having people up in the studio and doing their thing and fucking rocking out. And I was uh, just talking to the band a little bit off air when we ended it um, about just uh, how I have not read, not on Tinder really, or I've had in my past um, just people that I could not even with the best of my abilities at, re- at recording live sound, which is I am not the best. I just literally do what I can. I've learned by sight and just to figure it out, I am no in no way, shape, or form a professional. I just know how to mic, set up some DIs, and hope for the fucking best and try to try to keep my ear on the levels. That's And uh, I know there's plenty of people, but there's been some times where I've had some bands that um, just fucking ruin everything where I'm doing everything I can, but I can't make them sound good if they're, if they're just not gonna, if they're just not gonna be good and have out of tune guitars. And I was talking about a crusty band that I, that I, uh, a crust punk band that I, um, recorded about, I think sometime middle of last year, it was just not good. And I don't feel bad because I probably aren't listening to this show at all. So I'm, it is what it is. So, um, anyway. So, I'm trying to see where I was going with that. But yeah, shout outs to uh, City of Industry. Uh, buy their, they have some new merch. They have a, they have their full length. Uh, they gave me a LP. It's really cool looking. And uh, you should buy that shit if you liked what you heard today. So, I felt like I had a lot more to say. I was thinking about, I was like, I had a lot more to say because of Star Wars. But I think my rant pretty much just uh, just summed it up. Like, if you spend most of your time, like, talking shit on Star Wars, there's just nothing you can you can do. Oh. There, here is my fucking point. Ever, and I, my, my point actually was going to be when they made the remakes in 1997. That's when Star Wars started getting dicey. Actually, Star Wars has been getting dicey since the holiday special and beyond. They've been making they, they did amazing with the first three movies, and though you know some people didn't like Empire Strikes Back. It is what it is. They still like you can't you can't deny the power of all of those movies. And if you do, then it is what it fucking is, and I don't need to fucking talk to you. Um, but ever since the holiday special, they did. Uh, I knew they did one Ewok movie, but I found out recently that they have done two Ewok movies and have been trying to hide it for a very long time. And I remember seeing the Ewok movie. And it was, I feel like Lucasfilm like somehow infiltrated my mind and tried to purge it out. And that to uh, get the thought of that, that it was just an illusion and I never saw no fucking Ewok movie. And then I think it was just like, like a couple years ago when I'm just trying to figure out what's going on in the Star Wars universe since, you know, Disney took over. And I was, uh, and I was like, oh shit, 
that Ewok movie exists. Not only is there one, though, there's two. I don't think I've seen the second. It's That's just fucking wild, dude. They're, like The creatures that they have are weird. They have... It's more like, it's more like fantasy, like kind of Lord of the Ringsy type shit than than actual Star Wars, which is so weird and just like out of place. Doesn't make any sense. Some of the things that I've that I see in in that uh, in that movie, but but uh, there's been risky moves ever since. So you just gotta fucking take it or leave it. It's never going to get it's there's going to be some good shit and bad shit and uh, move on. There's other fucking cool shit to watch. I said that's what I said earlier, and I think that's a uh, pretty much sums up anything I want to say. So to music, let's go to music. After our live set, we started off with a uh, a band. I believe it's new, new to me came out that it was released on december 29th right before the turn of the year um a band called final declaration from buffalo new york uh, i haven't got to listen to the full eight track of this record which is titled the line in the sand but uh the track that we listened to world's decision slash nothing but pain is hopefully a good telltale sign that it's going to be a mosher and i have no problem with a full fucking crowd chant style song. That shit is fucking fun. That is uh, what attracted me to hardcore. It's like, like, especially with some of these hardcore vocalists, like with uh, when, until you get into some, you know, some better production too. Like, I think it's, I think it just sounds better sometimes. And for Mosh songs, it fills out the fucking, it fills, it fills out the sound for some of them. I don't want to hear, obviously, I don't want to fucking hear breakdown and crowd chant the entire time but i think um there hasn't been enough of it or much of it to where this was a little this was refreshing this was uh mixed by taylor young um and mastered by will killingsworth which is obvious that's a fucking that's a fucking good um that's a good pair mostly everything i fucking see these days is mastered by will and a lot of the heavy shit, of course, is recorded at the pit. So if it's recorded at the pit, it's probably fucking good. So final declaration. I need to check out more of it. It's um, definitely crowd tramp, mosh warrior um, style, heavy hardcore. Followed that with uh, new music from True Form. Um, they opened up at FYA this last weekend. They're from Florida. They have a release on iou records which is which is a record label i will be honest i have no i don't know anything about i don't know if there's anything i know from this record label but there is it looks like be all end all was on here oh big mac was um big mac was on here um all right there was there's a few things there's a few things on here okay that i do that i am a lot of Big Mac. Um, yeah, so there. This is a label that I had not been in, uh, introduced to until right now. Um, Oversight and Second Sight was on here too. Okay, so uh, yeah, IOU Records, something I'm gonna have to check out. Um, another another uh, moshier band that kind of misses 
with the uh, a little bit of a little bit of the Killing Time style thrash. I would say it's a I, I hear some Killing Time in this uh, in this band with some New York hardcore and some uh, and some thrash hardcore um, thrown into the mix. Um, something I want to hear more like Florida already always has no matter what. And if it's more the punkier or there's something it's always aggressive, no matter there's not too many bright style bands that I hear from Florida and they always usually kick your ass no matter what, uh, you know, vein they're coming from in the world of hardcore. So following that up, um, to some more heavy shit, we played their track, uh, we played one of their singles a few months back and we're going to play and we did play uh, the latest uh, single from Skin Ticket. I'm I'm thinking that this is going to lead to at least an EP of some sort. Um, heavy Arizona hardcore. Currently, that's all I know from as far as Arizona hardcore. It's um, very heavy metallic or um beat down infused music which this uh new single soil x um grabs from both of those so check it out if it's something you're into following that we have uh something sent to me from new age records um the newest from dear furious um looks like it's time stamped from uh early december so check that out it's a two song it's a two song titled um one stone two birds uh i think it's just the the catalog of people in it can kind of speak to to the sound because it's because it uh you can hear a little bit of all of these bands it has members of the following it has uh members of chorus of disapproval a18 um Outspoken, Strife, Animantium, Throwdown, and Mean Season. So you can hear a lot of that specific late 90s um, and a little bit of early 2000s hardcore, um, heavier hardcore, but has kind of a slower, head noddier sensibility in there. Like it really, it it'll take the metallic, but like, but like definitely slow that shit down a few a few pegs and some of it and for me I do like this some of it I don't sometimes some some of it I do it just really um depends on the structure of the song and where it's placed and the in it's all in the arrangement cuz some of sometimes that will that just like dun 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 style stuff where it just kind of slows down but it is still fucking heavy it sometimes gets lost on me but check it out new age records new deer furious followed uh we ended that set with uh some submission from uh pink guitars we had them two week two months ago something like that band from buffalo new york um had a very the first record had a very more like Ian Kai um minor threat um style style thing going on with their um with the vocals. This one is a little bit more 
straightforward. I could speak to a ton of just like any straightforward um, punk, hardcore, fast fucking band. Um, that uh, it, I can't put a finger on it right now, but it's, but it's a. Uh, I could I could say a little fast like negative approach. I could say a little bit like Black Flag, but but there's so many uh, vocal. It's it's just a it's a little bit faster, a little bit more aggressive and uh not a, not as uh there's they had a little bit of the singy style stuff in the first one that they sent me but this one definitely is more straightforward so if you like that fast punk shit check out um their newest release titled we are made of the sun pink guitars from buffalo another band from buffalo new york so now we're gonna play some new music from Tacoma, Washington. It's up. Uh, we have a quick review on deadairhardcoreradio.com. Um, and check it out. I have I put in some work over the break since I wasn't able to do a show. I put in a, a few articles for the end of the year and the end of the decade. One that seemed to go over pretty well. Um, a year in North... A uh, decade in Northwest Hardcore, which was just kind of my little... It was a little snapshot in time of all the bands that I got to see. Bands that uh, maybe no one has ever heard of or have forgotten. So check it out. You might find some new music. I've had a few people message me and tell me that they found some new music from this article. So go to deadairhardcoreradio.com for that. And then I had a uh, decade list as well on our Facebook. Facebook.com slash deadairhardcoreradio. We also did... I did my top, uh, I did a little, made a little picture list of all um, the releases that uh, I enjoyed that we got to play um, in 2019. So you can check that out there as well. So Trap by Lies, uh, we'll be having them in the studio within the next one or two, one to two episodes. But I've talked a lot about them, how... There's been just a huge progression, and it's always to, cool to see young musicians who are very proficient with their uh, music just keep getting better and better. And you can you can definitely hear it in this uh, latest uh, release titled "Demons." We played. They had a, a November promo, promo nineteen, and uh, now they have their EP "Demons." We're gonna play a track featuring Casey, who was previous in the Scare. Um, also he, he's, uh, an instant death who I haven't heard too much of because he's, um, Casey also plays in odd man out, which toured heavily in, uh, 2018, uh, 2019 to be specific. So it's cool to hear his voice on some new music. And, uh, these are some cool new tracks. Um, heavy, uh, some of them are heavy. Um, some of them are a little faster and thrashy, but overall, hard, hard, hardcore. Trap by Lies, we're going to talk to him a little bit, like I said, um, in another episode. So I'll save um, any more talk for that. We're going to hit that, and then we have some more songs before we uh, finish out this uh, first episode of the year. We'll be back. You'll listen to Dead Air Tours of Hardcore Radio. <laughs> Take the thing! 
What's up, you sorry motherfuckers? This is another moshpot reminder to follow Bebear on Facebook at facebook.com slash Radio and both Instagram and Twitter at BebearNWCZ. Do it before I crowd kill your entire fucking family while whining about people not supporting the scene enough. Come on, come closer to me and don't be a coward. I don't want a coward in the family. Yes, I want to talk with you. Don't be a coward. Don't be a... You're not gonna die, son. You're not gonna be a coward.
barriers that I try to break The obstacles that stand in my way It feels like they break only me But it's so hard But I can't fucking think
hope you're enjoying this uh, futuristic music from the distant future of 1975 with some uh, craft work. Since we're in this new century, I thought we would, or a new decade, new century. What the fuck am I talking about? Um, now that we're in this new decade, uh, I thought we would have some, you know, futuristic music today. Um, I feel stupid. Um, I, it's been a fucking long time because I just don't give a shit that I just, um, I need to get people who I know are just like Trumpy shit talkers off my feed. And then I just like, there's some people who I've just let stay because it's fun to, to fuck with them. And then it just, it just, I realized I'm 30 and it's not fun. Um, I like I got I used to get into stupid you know fights and just fuck with people and it's no longer it's just nobody wins we we both lose doesn't matter who has the intellectual high ground we're both losing because we're participating in something that does not bring any change so I just like fuck I feel just as stupid as the stupid person um, in this conversation and it was like stuff about the impending or possible um, Iran war and I just and I haven't been doing any of that type of shit since uh, you know like everybody kind of like initially started just getting at each other um, when Trump got elected but uh, whatever um getting real at a low point for our 2020 uh episode hopefully we make it to uh 2030 i guess we got a we got a long stretch to go for that lots of uh as you have heard even from the times that i've start from uh the beginning if you've listened to any uh episodes deader things change fucking fast like there's bands that i've had on um, just within the last two years that have blown the fuck up, just been in the studio where I've talked to who some of them probably won't even talk to me again or which is, it is what it is. My show is very, whatever I I'm, that is my confidence behind my product. I do really love what I do, but I will always, even if we, when we're doing at our best, there will always be room to grow. And hopefully we can grow more over the next one to five to even ten years. If, if, if I get the chance to even still be on that long. So let's go into that music. Start off that shit with uh, Porcupine. Off of They have a split with uh, Prowns. I believe that's how you say it. Um, came out uh, right at the end of December. Uh, new morality zine uh, helped put this out. Played the uh, first track, Fawn, which is uh, melodic at times, post hardcore y, um, a little chaotic and noisy. Um, the Definitely a heavy driving song with some, with some, uh, with some interesting uh, uh, stuff going on that is, uh, Unlike anything that I'm hearing currently 
for hardcore. Also, the name kind of throws you off when I honestly when I see um, the see the artwork porcupine. I'm thinking if anything, it's something fucking hardcore adjacent, either screamo, some sort of like um, some sort of emo or a, or a t- could be a title fighty style uh, band. It was not what I was expecting when I heard this. The melodic, at least there was the, some of the melodic and 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 uh, interesting stuff that still kind of goes with the the name and the. It would have been weird to see the artwork and have a straight up fucking like youth crew or New York hardcore band um, style thing going on. That would have thrown me the fuck off, but. The music's kind of on point with the once you listen to it with uh, with the artwork, which is just the simple, uh, you know, it's a picture in the name. It's a it's very uh, it's very standard and uh, a thing that people were doing like a lot in the middle of this de- of the last decade. But I think have it fell off. It was like any fucking screamo emo revival pop punk and whatever style band was doing um title random picture and that was the artwork i at one point i wanted to do that because it just seemed so simple and it looked it looked clean and good so moving on to that we got some fucking straight edge oh where was pokemon from from chicago chicago illinois on uh numerality scene moving on to standalone from new york don't know exactly where New York, but uh, to me, it's all the same because I've never fucking been to New York. Um, Standalone Straight Edge Band has a promo 2019. Uh, they have a cover of Carry On, X is Always Win, so you can kind of already, if you know the Carry On, you can kind of uh, envision what the rest of the other songs will sound like. We played... Uh, what did we What did we play? We played... To do, we played uh, Take Control. Uh, Followed that, we have a band called Mind Prison, which is a heavier uh, metallic hardcore band from Serbia. Um, they have a they have a song, um, a single called Final Goodbye. I don't know if that means that they're fucking breaking up. Um, the last lyric is "See you when I die." So I don't know what that exactly entails because they only have one 2018 release and then followed up with this song. So sometimes that can mean that they're fucking done because I always find it weird. I don't think this is what they're doing, but when when bands want to, you know, do like a, if they do a final song or a final show after like being a band for a year, that's still it, that that stuff is, confuses the the crap out of me like i see bands that i've done i was like you guys haven't done that much um anyway moving on some more uh new york hardcore style music from uh detroit michigan we got hushed god damn it my music of course in the new year is gonna fuck up on me that's 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 a staple part of this show. Um, the song's called from Hushed. It's called uh, "Welcome to the Wrong Side." Um, like I said, that sounds like a fucking New York hardcore style fucking shit with a little De- Detroitian here. Um, 
They did a, a cover of Ready to Fight by a Negative Approach. I really like the vocal styling. Um, I'll have to re-listen to some of the rest, but like as far as the vocals, the vocals fit really well for the Negative Approach cover and sound pretty cool. Um, oh, before that, um, we had another crossover um, thrash band called Becoming from Belgium. Um, we played their song Blade of Wrath. And uh, then, like I said, Hushed, Welcome to the Wrong Side. And then we ended the set with uh, Payback XXX with One Scene Unity. And uh, I, this might be my favorite Payback and uh, favorite version of uh, favorite because uh, there's like three different Paybacks. Um, so One Scene Unity. Um, they also played FYA. And we're going to finish it off because we got to get the fuck out of here because we're uh out of time um face wreck we're gonna end it with some fucking new metal shit um this shit sounds like static x sounds like it should be at Ozfest. it's called 2020 single yo and it's called um they have two songs um losing my cool and hypocrite where you play losing my cool they have a video for it and like i said it just it just looks like it literally was the first new metal song at the fur at on like like sometime sometime in the year two thousand, and it, I I love it. I love what Facebook does. It's it's fun. I wonder if there's a fucking. I I feel like uh, people who I don't think there'll ever be a Facebook tsunami beef, but that shit probably stays separate because. I don't know. The way they do their music is different than the way I don't think uh Tsunami will ever do a fucking new metal thing like Face Rack. Um I'll I'll like every, I'll like both those bands with their energies separate. But I, I dig what they're doing with this energy. So thank you for listening. Shout out to City of Industry. And uh shout out to all y'all. We're gonna have a good year, good decade, and uh I'll see you next week. Here we go. First work. What?